Thanks for tuning in to No Cap, the internet's chillest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He is the legendary Tyvis Powell. How are you today, my dude? You know, Jason, it's I've been doing well. You know, I got to see another year this week. You know, that's right. The man is climbing up the ladder. 27. But you know what? I, I compare myself to LeBron and Tom Brady. I'm going to be in my prime for another <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> so life's, so. life's good, but I ain't complaining. I still feel young, you know, body still moving around good. No. You guys, you do anything fun for your birthday or just kind of low-key it or? No, I low you know, with, with all the stuff that's going on today, I lo- I stay low-key now. But I did get, my, my wife got me a cake from Dairy Queen, so shout out to Dairy Queen. Nice ice cream cake. It was pretty good, actually. I love ice cream cakes. Yeah, it's like, you know, the Dairy Queen out here closes, like, for the winter, but they open in February, so it's like every year. It's like perfect time, and when they open, <laughs> so you you tell me they open for your birthday is what you're telling me. Right? It's I told it's a national <laughs> holiday. I'm not gonna keep telling y'all this. The 16th is a truly a national holiday. People, we gonna I'm trying to get it worked out with the government so we can get it as a a day off for work for people. <laughs> hey, I'm in, man. I feel that. Uh, this is the 25th episode of No Cap. Can't believe we've made it this far. Kind of crazy. Man. Man, you know right? what? I, we, I appreciate everybody supporting us. You know, all the crazy and wild things that's being said on this. I'm surprised we haven't been reported. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for your support. Uh, NASA landed on Mars last night. Did you catch that? I did. My my wife was just telling me about it. She was very intrigued by it. You know, I guess they, they sent it up there in July and it just got there like today. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't know if we'll ever be able to fly from here to Mars because I don't know if I will be able to sit in a, a spaceship <laughs> yeah, for that we're, long. We're going to need something faster than, than we have now. <laughs> my, my son, he's nine. He was getting a little cocky. He was like, man, this video, this pictures and video, this stuff sucks. I'm like, dude, it's on Mars. Can you cut, <laughs> cut, cut, cut him some slack, buddy? <laughs> What's not next door? I just want to know if it's life on Mars for real, man. It's always yeah. been like a, a question. Wouldn't that be something if it comes back and there's a picture of just, you know, who knows, right? People, even people even like a little just, lizard, right? People there just chilling. Like, yeah, really? a barbecue on Mars. We stumbled on <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, having a lot of fun. You can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. And like Tybee said, we're so thankful for your support. We've shipped quite a few No Cap stickers out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the people are throwing them on the MacBooks, throwing them on the laptops, whatever they have, their water bottles. And it's making their lives better, man. People are, like, finding money. They're, they're looking, I'm telling look, you. Looking, looking better in the mirror. They're thinner. I mean, it's they, they, just, they just see it, and they just start laughing because all the jokes that we tell on here, man, it's just a good spirited show. You know, everybody just be like, yeah, man, that's cool. And then it's like, it's like, you know, when you see this, like they can't tell a lie because no. you know you can't cap, no cap. So, you know, when they, if you got this sticker on whatever it is, it has to be like something that's the truth. You got to tell the truth when the sticker's around. That's right. That should be the theory right there. And the stickers make you a better person. So <laughs> if you want some, email us, nocappod at 11warriors.com. That's N-O-C-A-P-P-O-D at 11warriors.com. Include your shipping address, and we'll send you some stickers. They are fire. They're going to look good on whatever you put them on. It's February. It's cold. I know we were talking recently about uh, 
snowblowers and you're a man of a snowblower so i respect that yes i am i do i'm envious i don't have one so i'm like man i want a snowblower (laughs) listen i'm telling you right now it's the greatest investment you'll ever make i believe it man i can absolutely believe it but you know you got a son you you tell your son get out there and go shovel that he's my snowblower right yeah (laughs) i would but he 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 hasn't developed that work ethic yet (laughs) he likes to do things about 30 percent right now so uh he's getting there i know it takes time but Football teams in in winter workout mode right now, man. You got the Harley workout. You got and fans just eat this up because right now Ohio State on Twitter and Instagram is just tweeting photos of guys at the whack sweating, doing all kinds of work, and, and and fans will get them and say, "Oh, he's getting bigger. Look how big his muscles are." I mean, fans eat this stuff up, especially like the before and after photos they send out of you guys from when you get there to when Mick gets done with you. And, you know, your first year, second year, each year, what have you what's what's that like man like it's february what february 19th what's the average day like for for an ohio state football player right now it's not as fun as it look on that on the video <laughs> <laughs> they put some good music on it make it sound i'll tell you what i tell you what it is not uh all kicks and giggles up in that weight room you know you get in there you know See, that's the thing about February, because it's, it's the two workouts you already anticipate. You already anticipate the Valentine's Day and the Harley Davidson. Like That's like kind of like the two things on your mind. And for Ohio State, February is like the, the month where they just like really like you lift the heaviest weight. Like it, it's like a, a, a big month for you to like gain weight and become stronger and faster because they emphasize that for that whole month. Mm hmm. So, you know, you get to this, you get to the Valentine's Day workout and it's just, it's a lot, man. (laughs) Listen, it'd be on your mind all week, you know, because they try to, they try to give it to you where it's like, you know, all month you've been lifting heavy, but like that week, like the first couple of days, they're like, we're not going to kill y'all. You know, we want y'all to get to the workout on Friday. So, you know, they ain't going to kill you for the week. They go, they want to just wait till you get to Friday. Like, you know, it's going to be something big because now you thinking on your mind, like, oh my goodness, man, I got to get the Friday's workout. <laughs> and then it's only two groups. You know, usually yeah. it's a 6 a.m., 730. It might be a nine. And then it's a 1 p.m. group. So it's like four lifting groups. On that day, it's two groups. <laughs> it's a six o'clock group. And I think the next group is at 730. And no, nobody's just, sleeping in. Listen, let me tell you right now. When I was there, I'm like, let me just go at six because I'm half. I'm not in my right mind, you know. <laughs> like six o'clock in the morning, you're not in your right mind, so you can get through some stuff. Like, and then when you think back on it, I can't believe I did that. But you weren't in your right mind to even know what was going on. So, yeah, that that's. Yeah, then they got it's just the leg presses, man. I I, I don't regret I don't miss that at all. I really don't. Man. It's so you like, have the two big days. And what what the other days are not easy though either, right? None of it. None of no. February is easy at all. Is it like the I hard, say, hardest month for a player? You think? Yes. I, hard, yes. Harder harder in November? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. The, it, between that and the uh and the summer conditioning. Man, uh, listen, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, <laughs> being Ohio State Buckeye, it, it's like, y'all see like the good parts. We of do. It, yeah. The, 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 the stuff you got to go through, <laughs> like, man, y'all just don't understand. It is, it's tough, man. It, you really got to earn that, 
that that right to be called a buckout for sure. Like it's whoo, I get goosebumps and chills, man. You know how you just I wake yeah. up in sweats just thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> we, we just see you guys running through the tunnel and the smoke and, and playing Michigan, and that looks amazing, right? We don't see the hard work that all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, Co- Coach Mick is crazy. I, I, if y'all didn't know that, Coach Mick is crazy. It's just like, but you know what? The good thing about it, though, like you, you doing it with your boys, man. That that's yeah. what make it worth it. It's like, man, listen, if I'm gonna die, <laughs> <laughs> die with some guys I like. At least I got some people that's gonna die with. Me. You can look over to your left and your right and see people going through it with you, and it kind of make it better. It's like, yeah. all right, it, it ain't that bad. But if you by yourself doing it, man. But yeah, but I tell you what though, they they got the they be having DJs come in, you know they have yeah, DJs be in there. They had a, the the music cranked all the way up. It, it's live and it's intense. I'm not gonna lie, it, it's really intense. People be taking like they pre workout. I tried it one year. They gave me the uh, I think I took some C4. They was like, Tyrus, take this C4, take the C4. <laughs> Man, it ain't do nothing for me. That's why I was like, pre-workout just ain't for me, man. You either got the energy or you don't. Right. So I learned the trick. Now, y'all know, I, like, I, like I told y'all last year with Coach Combs, I told, I, I told y'all my little trick. So I learned the trick in the weight room, okay? The workout is already going to be hard no matter what, okay? So you got to go in there and you got to go with some energy. You got to go in there you got to be talking crazy to Coach Coach Mick and Coach Parker. That's why you should do. Like, hey, listen, bro, I'm a grown man. I don't care nothing about this workout. You can't break a real man. That's why you tell him, like, you ain't going to break me. You know, I'm going to kick this workout's butt. Just going know? like that, right? Yeah, you got to go in and talk crazy, too. <laughs> it make it funner. Like, you, because you got yeah. it, not you to put it out there. And you can't let the workout show you up. <laughs> wow. What's your day like? Though? I mean, how many hours are you spending at the whack on an average school day, like on an average Thursday in February? Uh, it depends because sometimes they make you come back and do extra stuff. So usually you do the workout. Uh, the workout's usually an hour and a half, roughly hour and a half. Um, if you got class, you tend to you go to class, obviously. And then you really don't ha- you don't have to come back like until your training tables. So you kind of done in the wintertime. Like that's the good thing. You do your workout and then you're done. Unless it's like Wednesday or something. Well, when I guess Matt drills is in the morning too. Well, they kind of get you done early there in the wintertime. So yeah. you just do the you just got the workout and school work, and then you you kind of off for the rest of the day. Well, it's good. not it's not until spring ball where you got to work out and then you go to class, then you got to come back and go to practice and meetings and stuff like that. Are you eating a ton of food over there? I mean, what's the food situation like? So when you get there in the morning, Coach Mick demands that you eat breakfast. You got to eat something. And I've never been a huge breakfast eater, like still to this day. Like, I really don't. I can skip breakfast and be fine, even though they claim that's the most important meal. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm not a big breakfast eater, but Coach Mick make you eat something. So you would have to eat like a bagel or like some fruit or something. So I used to just grab some fruit and eat the fruit because okay. you need to have something for the workout. You need some some in your body so you can have a, a successful workout. Then after you get done with that, you can eat breakfast if you got time. If unless you got class, if you got class, you got to shoot up out of there. But if not, you can eat breakfast and then go to class and then they provide you dinner or, or lunch and dinner and stuff like that. What's the uh, what's the, give me a typical dinner, hypothetically. Ah, uh, dinner. Let me think. 
It's cater. I think we talked about this before. Like, right? It was yeah, it was catered back in the, no, it was sometimes they just had like, you know, they had something cooked up. You know, it'd be something healthy. It'd be like white rice, broccoli, baked chicken, stuff like that. There ain't nothing, nothing serious. So, of, so sometimes people would be like, I ain't trying to eat that. And they go uh, like Chipotle, like Cardio. He, <laughs> he skipped the free stuff and went to Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, huh? we, we going to Chipotle. <laughs> but the yeah. thing is, you got to come. You got to come. to they, they check your name off. And if oh. you don't come, it's like you get in trouble for it. So, so you, you have get, to. At least, yeah, you got to show up and take something. You got to eat something. And then go to Chipotle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I mean, so, you know, it sounds like you guys work really hard, but you're also taking really, you know, taking good care of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. They make sure that your body is good. They bring in people to massage you. You know, they got they all always got the float tanks. Uh, I think they might got a cryotherapy there now. Wow. So, yeah, it's yo, they're going to definitely make sure your body recovers and you're going to be strong and all that. So, yeah, they definitely take care of their guys. How much time do you guys spend in the like the lounge locker room slash you know some of the perks you guys have the video <laughs> games a lot of that a lot of time there no no not not really like the time that that really gets used is like during camp like that's when because you can't leave so it's like we might we get you get some off time to yourself it's like all right let's go in the lounge and let's go play the game or something like that like back when camp was going on I remember like they would. They had the Xboxes in the locker room and people would play FIFA and stuff like that. But yeah, I, right now, I, a lot of people don't really spend too much time at the Woody. Like they just lift and then, you know, go about their days. Okay. All right. Good stuff, man. Very informative. The NFL drafts creeping up. We got some early questions. Justin Fields is going to go either with the second pick or somewhere between there and like the seventh or eighth pick, depending on what happens there. Some fun people saying they'd take Zach Wilson right now over Justin Fields. Uh, is he really that good? No, no, I'm biased. This, this, this the guy from, is this the guy from BYU? Yes, yes. I mean, Justin Fields is huge, man. The guy's like 6'3", 225. He's a big dude. Like, and what is this BY? This Zach Wilson dude? I don't know. I'm not. I don't think he's got field size, right? I got it. I, I I don't know. I haven't. I don't know nothing about. Only obviously, I'm biased because I only watch Ohio State football. So, like, that's all I would really know. I don't know if he's good or not. But I mean, I keep reading that this guy is supposed to be pretty good. I got to. I got to. Uh, he can sl- highlight clip. Out. He can sling, man. Well, you know, had a lot of yards this year. He's six three, also a little lighter, but so he's got some size. I take that back, Zach. I apologize. He's six I, what? Six three. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I take yeah. that back, Zach. He's my size. I take that back. You, you do have some size. So got him. You got Wyatt Davis. Should go in the first round as well. Mm-hmm. Then you got guys like Baron Browning at linebacker, center Josh Myers, defensive tackle Tommy Togiai, all looking like second rounders. But the big question to me and what we should try to figure out, where do you think Sean Wade's going to go? Because some mock drafts have him right now anywhere from the 63rd pick, which is second round. To the ninety second pick, which is late, late, late third round. Any thoughts? Uh, it, you know what? He's he's weird. Like his situation is weird because a lot of teams look at him either as a nickel or as a safety. So, with that being said, you know it's obviously you know his tape from this season wasn't that good, but his tape from when he was at nickel was really good. So it's like, where can we use him at? And 
you know, it's kind of hard to select nickels in the first round. Like nickel nick slots don't really get drafted in the the uh, first round like that. It's no. always a Shut it's down. always a, yeah. It's like yeah. Need, he got to be like day one lockdown corner now type guy right. to go uh, in the first round. And you know, obviously with his situation. Like, I don't know where they, I don't know where he best will be like fit in the NFL, you know, whether it's nickel or safety or if somebody wants to try him outside corner, you know, because he, it's not like he got a lot of experience there. He'll be a project. And if he's a project player, I don't see him going like high in the draft. You know, usually developmental guys is, you know, those mid rounds. But obviously they're going to look at him probably as a nickel or, or a, or a, or a safety, which, you know, that, that's what's probably pushing him in the second or third round. And I can see that, you know, that's you know, a lot of successful guys come in the league, not a first round or a second round or a third round and still are very productive. So that's that's not going to affect him in any ways. So you could see you could see him going second, third. You, you still in on that? Yeah, because he, he got a lot of versatility. You know, it's a, it's very rare to find a guy who can play like all three positions, you know, where, even though, you know, some people didn't think he did that well at corner. You know, he can still play the position like he he had. He made a lot of plays there. Yep. We let's not take away from the fact that, you know, he did have pick sixes. He did yep. cover guys pretty well you know it just might have been sometimes that the the receiver made a heck of a play like he's always right. been in pretty good position to make plays so he has the ability to play the position so with that being said you know that that's a lot of value you know to be able to play all three spots in the secondary as in nickel safety and corner so yeah you could take a guy like that in the second or third round for sure that'll be a steal yeah and you know what no combine this year they've already canceled it so Pro day is such a big deal. Do you remember much from your pro day? Yeah. You know what I remember? Not doing none of the pro. <laughs> I wasn't doing none of the drills. I said, listen, that's why I went to the combine to do all them drills at the combine. And pro day, I'm doing only precision drills. And that was the last time. That was the last time I got to do stuff with my boy Vaughn and Eli. Yeah. It was it was sad, man. And of course, they made me start the drill. They like Titans go first. <laughs> That's great. I'm like y'all, and here, here it is. They went first and second round, and they gonna make me go first. Like, come on, man! I should be following y'all lead. It put you on the spot early, huh? Yeah, you know they wanted to see how to let, let us see how the drill supposed to look. You know, <laughs> right. let, let, they, let they me see how it, yeah, let me see how it's supposed to look. Make sure I got it right. <laughs> okay, okay, we got that. Thanks, Tyus. <laughs> Thank you. Well, your courage has been rewarded in life, and it will continue to be rewarded. Hey, uh, man, it is what it is. Another interesting guy is, to me is Trey Sermon because right now he's mocked third or fourth round pick, which. Has me wondering, man, is this a guy that might have been an undrafted free agent if he didn't go off at the end of the year? Absolutely. Do you think yeah. that that was enough to move him from not being drafted to up to the third or fourth rounds? Uh, ooh. Absolutely. I mean, his what he did and what made him jump so much in the draft is because the time that he went off was is the competition that he did it against. You know, he, he did it in the Big Ten championships against Northwestern, which had, you know, one of the top defenses in the nation. I think they were maybe top 20, maybe top 10. I'm not really I can't really recall exactly what, yeah, it, they were up there. what it was. But, yeah, they were up there. So with that being said, you know, he went out there and destroyed them, broke the record. Now he's the record holder for most yards in the game. 
then go against Clemson, you know, another powerhouse team, you know, top team in the nation. He goes and does well against them, you know, mm-hmm. so that helped him go up some more. You know, that people, teams want to, or NFL teams want to know what you do against the competition, yeah. you know, like, like this is best on best. Like this ain't Ohio State versus, no offense, this ain't Akron or something like that, like where he broke these records. He did it against great opponents so obviously that's gonna help boost his stock i really wish he didn't get hurt in the alabama game because that really would have put him over the top and i think i think the way he played i don't think he plays with an attitude man and he just he'll be a steal for sure in the draft yeah you wonder what you imagine if he gets like you know 180 or something against bama and then who knows how high he bumps up because that like you just said right Right. You know, with Alabama being the legendary team that they were this year, you know, it would have really helped him. So it's it was very unfortunate to see him go out. But, yeah, you know, I, I hope he does go like high in the third round. You know, the guy who, you know, who transferred and didn't feel like he got a fair shake at Oklahoma and you know, started the season off. Not really a big name. It turned into one of the. One of the, a, a big name towards the end of the year, the team started to fear. I mean, like, like Alabama, I'm sure Alabama game plan for him. Like, like that's that's a ton of respect. You that's 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 a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to what he did this year, and uh, we're cheering for him. And we'll have some more discussion on the draft as we get closer. Lord knows it's a it's a huge event in the NFL world. Lots of lots of information, lots of leaks, counter leaks, and weird stuff. So we'll have fun switching gears to. Ohio State basketball. Ohio State took care of Penn State last night. Faces a huge, huge showdown with Michigan on Sunday in Columbus. Number three Buckeyes, number four Wolverines, 1 p.m. on CBS. First ever meeting between the schools and basketball when both teams are ranked in the top five. Mm. I know, right? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, somebody gonna be mad then after this. Game. <laughs> yeah, this this is uh you know, that's why you come to these schools, man. That that's that's big. I'm you know, I'm obviously we're biased and we yes, know we are. that the Buckeyes is gonna get it done. You know, it, I mean it's you know, I, I okay, let me let me put this out there. This is the only the only sport from the team up north that I give a little bit of credit to just a tad bit of credit. Cause they actually are, <laughs> they, 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 they pretty, they pretty decent. You know, yeah, now they yeah. football team is just terrible. Like they, they're, they're not good. They need to just cancel the program, but that's neither, that's neither here nor there. Their basketball team is actually pretty decent. So it'll be a pretty good game. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to tune in to this. One. They are decent. They got a good coach and let's, let's face it, man. They're a basketball school right now. Anyway, man, they, it's like, they switch with Indiana. <laughs> Indiana said, "We'll be the football school. You take basketball, and that's what happens." But well, you know, it would be really good to to get this win over them since they're quote unquote a basketball school now. You know, just go ahead and beat them in that. And you know, I don't know what they'll be then. What they're gonna fall back to tennis? <laughs> <laughs> they're good at softball. I think that's their next move: is softball and probably probably hockey, which they always have because. Lord knows it's always cold up there. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Harris, guy that writes for 11 Warriors, he does our polls on the site too. He put up a really interesting one this week. He asked readers what they thought would happen first, whether Chris Holtman would make a Final Four or Ryan Day would win a national championship in football. Hmm. And I thought that was a really interesting question. And, and about 50% of the uh, readers picked Ryan Day winning a national title in football with 42% saying Holtman winning a, or making a final four. 
eight percent said neither would happen. So those are, I don't know, probably Michigan fans passing through. <laughs> but it, it's super interesting to me because, <laughs> you know, both of those are really hard in my head to do. No, right? they definitely are, and they both got a high percentage. That is, that's really neck and neck. So that shows the respect that both uh, programs have, you know, the basketball team, the football team. Which one are you picking? What do you think happens next? Ah, I'm biased. You can't ask me. (laughs) You can't ask me because I'm biased. Obviously, I'm going to say football. I would like for the football team to win it first before they get to a Final Four. But, I mean, obviously, and that's the thing about, you know, Ryan Day since he's been there. You know, he's – Last year was his first season. He was a game away from the national championship. This season, he got to the national championship. It seems like every year he's just been uh, progressing. So, obviously, next year, the only thing left is for him to win the national championship. Right. So, so I I feel like, you know, if he (laughs) the way he's got the program moving, I mean, I don't see why they won't get it done. I hope you're right, man. And, you know, what that poll said to me, too, is how lucky we are the two biggest sports at Ohio State, we got really good coaches in both of them. Oh, yeah. That meant Holtman came here and has really, you know, changed the program. I think more people, more kids, I feel like, will actually want to come to Ohio State to play basketball. Not, obviously, any kid in Ohio would do it because, you know, it's Ohio State. But I feel like he gets recruits from outside of Ohio that wants to come in. He got people transferring from mm-hmm. other schools to come here. You know, I think he just made it really a, a good environment, you know, and people are now starting to pay more attention to the basketball team. You know, um, when I was in school, um, my freshman year, that's when they had uh, Jared Selinger. And, you know, obviously they got to the – I think they got to the Final Four – and they lost to Kansas, I want to say. If I'm not, I think that's correct. But yeah, that yeah, and that's it, it's, it seemed like you know that we the basketball team was at a was at a at its peak. And obviously from that year till up till now, it's kind of been like, you know, down and up, down and up. It hasn't really been like a highlight thing. But then they made the coaching change and Holtman has came in and has really changed that program and made it something that people want to watch you know it's more exciting to go uh turn the game on and watch the game and see that they're winning and actually beating teams and it's you know it's it's a very special time in basketball at ohio state right indeed good luck to the bucks on sunday we'll be tuning in and and that bandwagon is going to get bigger if they pull this win off another interesting angle of the game gold jerseys did you know about these things i did not so Last season, the basketball coaches, Holtman and his staff, got together and they said, we really like what the football team does, giving out gold pants. Hmm. And Adam Jardy in the dispatch had a good story on this Thursday about the hoops team kind of getting together with the football team, learning what they do and, and how they get them made, the gold pants over there. And they've got these gold jerseys now. Hmm. And, and around Christmas time, about a month and a half ago, they gave out the first sets to last year's team, the 2019-20 team, they went 2-0 against Michigan. The, the criteria is you if you sweep Michigan, don't lose to them the entire season, the full season, you get a gold jersey. It looks very similar to the gold pants. I mean, they're beautiful. Um, first of all, are you cool with them copying off of football here? I don't have a problem with that. Um, I like the fact that it's an, it's an extra incentive to win in the game. You know, It gives them – 
you know, obviously Ohio State always got beef with the team up north. You know, whether it no matter what sport it is, it's beef. And it all <laughs> it all started with football, obviously. But you know, it, it just makes the game more um it makes it more meaningful, you know. Like obviously I don't know if the basketball team really hates them as much as the football team does. Right. But if you got a pair of gold pants on the line, yeah, yeah, yeah you do that. <laughs> it's That's a lot riding on it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's something that I think they're going to take serious because those gold jerseys look pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. And I would love to have a pair of them. You know, that's something that you can't buy somewhere. You know, it's like, no. you, like you have to earn these. Like, and it that that right there is something you pass down to your kids. You know, when you get older, like, look what dad did type thing. So I definitely think that the basketball team is going to be locked in and try to sweep them for sure. And we should definitely have a lot of a ton of wins in the future over the team up north. Man, I hope so. They are nice. And and the fact that you have to sweep them, these might be harder to come by because, <laughs> you know, this year they're only playing Michigan once. It's Sunday at home. Most years you play them two times. Some years you play them three times because you're going to also meet them in the Big Ten tournament. And then every now and then, every blue moon, you might have to play Michigan four times if you meet them twice in the regular season, once in the Big Ten tournament, and then once in, in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I know that in the 91 season, the Buckeyes lost to Michigan in the NCAA tournament after beating them twice during the regular season. So it's not it's not uncommon. They can meet in tournaments. But could you imagine having to go 4-0 against Michigan to get a pair of these one year? I tell you what, they definitely going to make – they're making them earn it for sure. Uh, I mean – you know, the good thing is if you beat a team once, you could beat a team twice, you know, and you know, now that you got something on the line, you know, it's going to make you play that much harder for them. And if a team beats them, if, uh, we, we beat them four times in one year. I, they need an extra incentive on there. They, they need a couple. <laughs> yeah, they need a couple of gold, uh, gold jerseys for that. <laughs> put, put some diamonds on them, right? Yeah. <laughs> you do it four times. That's that's pretty. You know, they're going to have four scores on them, too. It's going to be amazing. So. Ice out the collar of the jersey or something. You Put some diamonds on it. <laughs> Put you, diamonds the numbers or something. <laughs> you got to. You got to do something, man. That's earned at that point. But, yeah, very cool to see. Uh, if you haven't seen him, head up to Twitter. He's uh, posted some pictures of them. They look really cool. Speaking of hoops, Ohio State supposedly yesterday offered football basketball opportunity to Labius Overton. He tweeted out that the Buckeyes had offered him in football and basketball. He's a 6'3", 243-pound defensive end from Alpharetta, Georgia. Number one prospect on the football side, at least, in the 2023 class. So he's a few ways, a few years away from arriving. But, man, to get a football and a basketball offer, that's that's kind of rare, right? Oh, absolutely. That means you that deal. If you can do it in both sports and you got an offer from both, man, yeah, it's going to be a, if that's true, it's going to be a fight for the guy with 40 plays <laughs> when he gets to college. Is it something you could do on a series? I mean, you hear about these and everyone always just assumes, oh, he's going to play one or the other. No kid ever plays two. Is it possible to do two? <sighs> I don't know. You know, it's something that both programs will have to agree upon. You know, that means you would have to be like that deal in both sports that both uh, 
sides would agree that you can come, you know, work out and do things for our 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 uh, team, and then also allow you to go do practice with the other team. Like that's that's a lot. That's you're gonna a be lot. special. If you're yeah. spe- if, you, if you're that special though, some coaches are gonna do it though, right? Oh yeah, they let it. You like you gotta be that deal now. Right. You gotta be that thing. Like you gotta be like like a star in both. Like we need him. Like, like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron could have. Yeah, done. like LeBron say, yeah, yeah, all right, Coach Mick, I'm about to go to basketball practice. I think Coach Mick's gonna be like. You need me to get you a ride over there or something? Like, we're going to make sure you get there. Good, good luck, LeBron. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, you you know, it, it's it's not an easy thing to do. You know, that's definitely a lot of work on your body. But, you know, both sports, being able to play both sports would obviously help you in both games. Like, if you yep. play basketball, like, the physicality that you learn from football would definitely make you a better uh, make you go to the hold or a better post player or something like that. Right. You know, obviously, having good feet in basketball, if you're a lineman, you know, that'll help you on football with your feet, getting around corners, or if you're an offensive lineman, you know, being able to slide and, you know, that it it, it go hand in hand is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's uh, rare these days. Uh, so in, in 2002 and three, uh, Nate Sally, who was a defensive back for Ohio State, played 10 games as a freshman for on the basketball team. So it's happened. It's just super rare. He only played 10 games, got about two minutes a game. Go back mm. further to the early 90s. Ricky Dudley is a guy that played four years of hoops at Ohio State from 91 to 95. And uh, his last two, he, he was a regular player on the basketball team. And his last two years, or might have been his last three years, but I want to say it was his last two years, he played football too. And he actually, you know, he was drive, drafted in the NFL as a tight end. So he was doing it in both. But that was, man, that was 30 years ago already. Yeah, like I said, it, it can be done. But it's I just feel like the competition nowadays, you know, you to, the competition is different and like to have certain size like for him, for this kid, like I think he's what six three or something like that. Six three, two forty-three. Like that's like yeah. a point guard. Like yeah, not doesn't but, have the length. Right. But in but in football, like that's a perfect size DN. Like that you can come play DN all you want. Right. So it's yeah. like now you telling me a D lineman is gonna play point guard as well. Like that's I mean, like I say, if you gifted enough to do it, I mean I ain't knocking it at all. I I applaud and I come see it. It would but, be funny, man. I want to see a guy that big crossing dudes over, actually. I want to see I kind of want to see that, right? It actually would. You know what? It'll put a lot of booties in the seat for sure. Right? Sure <laughs> it will. I come down and I cross you over and hit a three in your face. And on football, I'm coming around the corner. I sack your quarterback. Like that, that, that's a good trash talking right there. Yeah. You put that on. And then he then what next? He, he makes a platinum album on the weekends, too. He just, he just does it all. Let the guy do it all. But uh man. Yeah, class of 23, we'll see it shakes out. I know it's not super unusual to offer guys and say you can play two sports, but I think that's one of those things sometimes that recruiters will tell people and the reality is a little different when they get to school. So, uh, But if you if you can play two, like you said, he's got to be that dude, and I'll, I'll be there to watch it, and I know you will as well. Yeah, i definitely tuning in to that one. <laughs> Did you uh, – there's some fake injuries, man. It, it, it happens. <laughs> we all know we've seen the fake injuries in college football. I'm, I'm switching gears a little bit here, but we've seen all the fake injuries. Your a team goes tempo or they're driving late, and all of a sudden a lineman gets this weird injury and he's down and the clock stops to help his team, right? Yeah. 
You know, you don't it's see. Called, it's called taking one for the team. <laughs> which Dude, I think it's the term they use. It doesn't happen as often in the NFL as it does college, right? No, no, but no, in college for sure. Like we need you on this. <laughs> it's become a problem, man. The American Football Coaches Association has asked the NCAA Rules Committee when they meet next month to look at fake injuries in college football. And this American Football Coaches Association sent a supercut of all these questionable, what they think were <laughs> fake injuries, to every FBS school. So they all got a copy to. I want to. Can we get our hands on that tape? I just want to watch it. <laughs> it would be kind of funny to see. Like, oh my goodness, you got to. We need to get some more uh, acting coaches. Got to get these kids some acting coaches to figure out how to right. properly get hurt. Yeah, yeah, not not a good look most of the time. One kind of fun proposal that's floating around is a way to to get ahead of this because right now, if you get injured at a certain point in the game, you got to come off the field for one play. So if a guy's faking an injury, they'll come off the field. And what's that guy? He's usually like a backup defensive tackle. They got it all planned out, don't they? Oh yeah, go ahead and go get him. You know. Mm-hmm. So if it's like if it's like a quarterback or something like that, we just gonna run the ball. Like we gonna make sure that it's just a base call. You know, anybody can get in there and do it type thing. Yeah, for sure. We are gonna make sure you get through. We are gonna get you through this one play. <laughs> they, they know what they're doing, but yeah. So you gotta come out of play. One of the ideas they have is they want to say that if this passes, it's just it's a proposal, so it's not not a rule yet. But if an injured player gets hurt. They have to leave for the rest of the series, hmm. but coaches can buy them back into the game with a timeout. Wow, back! <laughs> a, little, a little wild to me. A little, little gambling element to football right here. I like it. I mean, that's, that's I don't see it holding weight because you know the person that they if somebody is going to go down, okay, they're going to make sure they strategize it. Okay, so. It's not going to be a starting player that goes down. It's going to be some some backup. Like if it's a D lineman or a DN that rotates in, you know, go down. So we can, you know, just in case, you know, we don't need you this series. We can have uh, the the starter come in. You know, it'll be they'll they'll. It's always ways that teams will get around it. So right. it, I don't see that being a a great uh, a great consequence. I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see how they police it because it sounds like they're trying to do something. But as soon as you put one of these rules in, the coaches are already starting to work around, you know, work on ways to get around the rule. They're really good at looking at loopholes and finding those and exploiting those. And like you said, man, the guy that gets hurt is not Joey Bosa. It's the guy that backs up Joey Bosa. That's who you want going down saying, oh, I got my knee twisted just for one play, though. You know, those guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not that. that yeah, I don't. I don't see that rule. They they're gonna figure something else out. Yeah. Or or T or coach just burn the time out. You know well, I mean? well, how would like, you ha- how would you handle it? <laughs> I mean, listen, Coach Mika, make sure we in shape so we ain't gotta ever worry about faking no injuries on no temple. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> but I I mean the coach probably just gonna burn the time out if that's the case. Like if it's that serious, just burn the time out. Unless it's like that serious, like it's in the like, it's like five seconds left. We need to time out, like right. Uh, or and it, that's what I'm saying. Like the situation, like it's it, it's too much of a like too many uh, variables in the situation. Like so, if it's five seconds left, like 
anybody could go down now. It don't, it don't matter. Like, go down. Because <laughs> we need the time out. Oh, well, we're not going to call. We're not going to burn our time out. But if you're going to go down, they're going to give us time. Yeah. It don't matter who the player is then because right. there's only five seconds left. But, yeah. like, if it's early in the game, now I'm going to tell my backup to get in the game and go down. Like, like so it's – it's going to be so many ways around the rule that they might as well just not even go there. Well, what about like the other unintended consequences where it's going to apply to everyone in every, every moment during a game, your starting quarterback gets hurt and he's banged up, maybe gets hit, knocked the wind out, knocked at him or something. Instead of coming back after one play on the sideline, the new rules saying, okay, and this could be the first quarter. It could be any time in the game. They the burn it. They burn in the time. Yeah, you are you crazy? Have to. <laughs> and then they're going to come situations where, like, hey, we needed that timeout for other stuff. So just wild to me, man. Well, see, the problem is, what if he's what if he's not faking the injury? Or what if the injury is legit? Well, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, see, totally that, now that's not fair. Like, that's not fair. Well, see, this is another situation like we have all around us in this world where Life isn't fair. <laughs> well, yeah, that and, and and dirty people ruin things for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that that's not fair if it's a real injury. Like, no, that's why they, they I don't even think they need to go down that route. No, no, it's gonna be interesting to see what shakes out. Clearly a concern. Uh, one last bit of uh college sports news on the horizon this week was freshman forward Jalen Johnson from Duke. He opted out on Monday. Said he's done. He's getting ready for the draft. He's 6'9". You know, he got about 11.2 points, 6.1 rebounds in 21 minutes a game this year for Duke. He's going to be a lottery pick. He's a freshman. He can ball. Had a lingering foot injury, but he played in, you know, 13 of 16 Duke games. Worth pointing out, Duke is 9-8, and 7-6 in the ACC. So not having a great year. This guy's like, well, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> CBS is John Rothstein gets on, on Twitter and says, he says, this isn't opting out, man. It's quitting. Just straight up called it quitting. It, it, is it quitting? What do you, what, what's your take on that? <laughs> you know, this is the new way. This is, this is what kids, the kids these days, doing. huh? Right. I, I promise you, this is the new thing that they do. Hey, to me, it's obviously, honestly, it's one of those things where it's, Old school versus new school, basically. You know, it's all about what you value. As an old school player, you'll look at this and say, it's quitting. As a new school player, you'll look at it like, you know, I was hurt. This gives me more time to prepare. I know I'm going to be a lottery pick, so it's time. it gives me more time to prepare for the next level. You know, our team isn't good, so why waste my time and potentially hurt myself furthermore? You know, it's all about how you view it, you know? I'm always old school. I'm like, if I'm healthier to play, I'm going to play. And me too. And let, me, let me tell you a secret, buddy. The older you get, the older school your brain will get. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> so, be, you'll be hating everything someday. <laughs> so, I, honestly, I don't. It, it all depends on how you look at it, what, what school you, like, put yourself in, whether you think it's wrong or right. I'm old school, so, yeah, it probably it is. Is, is it quitted on this team? Sure. I yeah. mean, you you started it, you might as well finish it. That's how I was raised. If I'm going to start something, I'm going to finish it. So if he had any doubt about the season, he shouldn't even play to begin with. If his foot was messed up at the beginning of the season, he should have never even went out there in the first place. But obviously he showed that he is can play and be productive with a bad foot. So, you know, he might as well just finish it out. You know, I don't know if they're going to the tournament or not, but, you know, obviously he would make them have a better chance at least being go further in the tournament. But, you know, yeah. him leaving his boys, like that's kind of, that's, that's the tough. part, that's kind of the part that, that that's the struggle for me. Like, 
I didn't been through all this adversity with these guys. I done went through these off season workouts and all these team bonding things. And now you want I'm just gonna just pack my stuff up and just leave right in the middle of the season. And that 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 just don't sit well with me. That's the part that that bothers me the most. But I understand his side of it. You know, it's like my foot is not 100 percent. You know, I, my, I want to play basketball at the next level and be very good when I get there. So I need to take time to rest. And I get that, too. So. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I think you summed up really well. I think both things can be true that he's looking out for himself. And I get that. And he also quitting on his dudes. But, you know, it is where we are. Do you think college basketball should get rid of the one and done rule? Just like guys go right to the NBA out of high school. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, I do. I really do because there's no point of them going to college. Because I mean, I'm not, I'm not 100 correct on this, but with me, my opinion on it is, you know, kid comes to college, they enroll in college roughly August. You know, they do, they do their their first semester there. You know, basketball season starts, what, November, December, something like that. So from December all the way until roughly the end of March or whenever they lose the tournament, you know, they're kind of like playing basketball all the time. So I don't know how much schoolwork they're actually, you know, getting done. You know, I don't it's and then March Madness happens. Now it's basketball almost every day. And then after that, it's like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to the draft. I'm right. Declaring for the draft. So it's like, what? How much school did you really get? Like, it's not like you're going to get a degree in one in, in six months or something like that. So it's kind of like, what's the point? I'm with you there, man. I Obviously, think it's, it's yeah, like, what, you know, what is wanna, the point? Yeah, they just want to make, you know, the colleges need to make some money too. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know. yeah. And, and you think that rule would, you could never go straight from, it might sound like a dumb question, but I think it's worth asking. Is there any, not in football at all. You will die. Not even like the super. Not freaks. you not will even like the JD Jadavion Clownies. You would die. Listen, hold on now. We you talking about some grown men now? These these people in the league got wives and kids. I didn't know. Uh-uh. You ain't. You think you about to come out of high school and, and, and run? No, don't even do that to yourself. No. Uh-uh. You need football. You need to go to college football. You need that weight room. ASAP. Because you got to think about it. Like, we not in high school. How many people really lifted like that? Like, no, right. Yeah, I didn't figure it would be something that would happen very often at all. I just didn't know if there was, like, you know, LeBron, could he, when he was just, you know, 18, could he have made it as an NFL wide receiver tight end? You know, things like that. I don't, because he was, he was a big dude back then, and he was mature, you know? I don't know. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, you talking about football or basketball? Football. You still saying no way? You, th- you think LeBron James? Hold on. You think LeBron James would have been able to go to the NFL out of high school? That's what you telling me? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm wondering. I think it's no super super do, do super you, rare. You, you heard what I just said, do you dude? LeBron, a, LeBron, these James people got a whole family. No, Le- <laughs> LeBron James in high school is bigger than Devonte Smith is right now. And you know what? Devontae Smith has been in that. Listen, no, <laughs> no, it's not, not going to happen. No, I'm not hearing that. I, I refuse to believe that. It, like, that, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 
no, go to college. Don't even, don't even do that to yourself. <laughs> that, that, that's right, what, serious. What, what about that? Ashawn Robinson dude at Alabama when you played against. He was him? huge. He looked, he looked like he was thirty six. You don't yeah, think he, he looked like up? he looked it like my uncle? Because I know he, <laughs> he he had a he had a family too. <laughs> he had like a five kid family when he was at Bama. Man, I'm telling you, he did a yeah, dude was old. Honestly, though, I think it's it's good. It's more of a mental thing, you know. Um, getting in there getting there learning because you know you it's it's hard to really understand how much a player would know about football in high school like you know high school you got a lot going on it's still there's a lot of kid things going on you know you worry about prom and getting this girl and then you got to worry about passing the math tests and you know, it's a lot of other stuff like football might you just might be naturally gifted at football. Like you, I'm just naturally talented. At right. football. I don't know how much work I actually put in, but I'm very talented. Yeah. So but when you get to college, that talent stuff runs out like I, you got to actually apply yourself. Like I got to work on certain things to be better at this. And I think that's the part that you really need the most. Like you can't just go to the NFL and think that I'm gonna just be that thing off a of raw talent. That's just, I mean, some it happened before, I'm sure, but it's it very seldomly does it last. The only guy I can think of where you just knew right away, and he still played college, but the only guy that I knew that jumps out the most in terms of Tyvis Powell, of course. Well, besides Tyvis Powell, <laughs> Randy Moss. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he just showed up on the scene and he was like the best wide receiver in the NFL from like his first game. And it was, yeah. you know, like, but that's so rare. So rare. I could have checked him. You think so? <laughs> I could have checked him. Maybe. Oh. We'll never know, man. You got to bring him out of retirement. Oh, it ain't no, it ain't no never know. We, I, I put up on him. <laughs> <laughs> right now, right? six in the morning. You ain't got to stretch right now. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll set it up, man. Let's do it. You want to do some wax stories? Let's do it. All right. It's time for Wax Stories. You know, we do. Tyvis shares an epic story from his days as a Buckeye, bringing you inside the nation's premier college football program. All right. So this story is about this is this is a story that I, I don't really talk about a lot because it was you know, playing this game of football. I'm already playing, excited. Listen, I've been playing <laughs> since I was nine years old. OK. And, you know, the, over the course of that, those years of playing football, you know, something's bad's going to happen to you. Like somebody's going to get you, okay? And this this story that I'm going to tell is about a crackback block, okay? Like a blindside block. Now, in my life, I've only can recall two of two times that it's ever happened to me. One, I was in Muni League. I was like 9 years old, and it was like my first time ever playing football. So, that don't that's a we going to call that a scratch. It don't even matter. But this one I was uh, in college. <laughs> I was, uh, I think it was my red shirt freshman year, and we were going against Indiana, and I was on kickoff, okay? okay. And I'm running down, <laughs> I'm running down on kickoff, right? And we going against, uh, we going against Indiana, and they got Shane Wynn. Y'all know, if anybody knows Shane, Shane is like five seven five eight, right? Yeah, Glenville so, kid, right? Right. Yeah, Glenville. So anyway. <laughs> We get there. This is when the wedge was legal. This is when the three-man wedge is legal and stuff. So okay. I get to the wedge, and they always say, when you get to a wedge, you never, ever stop your feet. You run through it, right? Well, I'm young. You know, I'm young. I, I, you know, I'm young whippersnapper. I'm still wet behind the ears. Anyways, so I get to the wedge, and I'm, like, trying to shake the wedge, basically, because I'm like, where's Shane at? Where's Shane at? But I can't see him because the wedge is in the way. He's, like, right behind the wedge. 
So I'm sitting there and I stop. And out of nowhere, Jason, this guy from Indiana comes and completely takes me off my feet. And it was like, it, it wasn't even the fact that that happened, because that's part of the game. Like, that's right. that's not why the story scars me. The part that scars <laughs> me the most is, and I'm bleeding on the mic here, okay? Ble- <laughs> I'm bleeding on the mic. Well, part that really bothers me is this man not only blindsides me and knocks me off my feet, he then proceeds to get down on the turf and try to bury me in the turf. No. Like, yeah, it was like, it, it ain't even about to play no more, Jason. Like, forget <laughs> the play. This man, literally, it's like he had some type of person over there. He knew me. I owed him some money or something, Jason. That's how I felt. And I'm just like, bro, hey, I'm, you know what? I need to watch the clip and find out what that man's name is. I didn't talk to nobody for the rest of the game. I was so bad. <laughs> you were shook. I was rooming with Cardell. We won. I think we ended up blowing them out, winning the game. Everybody celebrated. I went home, Jason. I went home. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I I get to I get to my apartment and I'm sharing with Cardell. And Cardell got his his family over there. <laughs> and I'm just walking around with this attitude. And his uncle goes, "What's wrong with you?" And I explained to him the story of what happened. He like, oh man, <laughs> he, he don't make it no better, James. He go, oh man, you need to go find him. <laughs> what was it like in the watching film? Did, did you get clowned on? Yeah, it's one of the ones, Jason, where you go to film and you cut, you put your hood on and you tie it real tight when the play about to come. You just, you just put your head down. Like don't even, don't, don't even say nothing to me. And I, you know, Coach Cones was the the special teams coordinator. I don't even remember if he said anything or not. But I'm just sitting there like, please, just just skip the play, man. Just please just skip the play. Yeah, man. I, that's wow. That's, you know, you know what? It, it's a it brings me back to a Marshawn Lynch quote. It's like, I know I'm gonna get got, but I'm gonna get mine more than I get got. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's where I was at. Right? Like, I know somebody's gonna eventually catch, catch me, but I'm gonna definitely catch a lot more people than I get caught. Like, that's that, yeah. that's where I'm at with it right now. But I definitely need to go pull that film and find that man because because it, it ain't over, like, it, it's personal. I gotta find it, too. I'll try to find it this week. I tell my son something similar, and it's not as uh, smooth sounding, but I basically just tell him, man, you know what? Because, you know, he'll lose a hockey game or something will happen in life that doesn't go his way. And I just say, man, sometimes life just kicks you in the nuts, dude. It happens to everyone. <laughs> happens to all of us, doesn't it? Man. He ain't had to bury. He ain't had to try to bury me though. Like, like, bro, you you well, made he, the block. He took it like, too far. He took yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not even about to play no more. Like, you you yeah. took it past the play when you yeah. did that. Did you find that in the NFL guys were a little more chill? They it was more business like. They'd make the block, but they weren't like finishing you into the turf because they knew everyone's got you know money to make and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. People, people kind of got, got it right. They got it. Got, listen, and then if if somebody do get over on you, you you, you pull them to hey, bro. Look, I got kids. You ain't gonna do me like that. That yeah. that was like the line. Like I couldn't say it back in the day, <laughs> but now I can't. Like you, you, I got a whole kid. My girl in the stands. Like bro, you you not about to try to. You not gonna do this. <laughs> that's fantastic man well yeah man we got to get you back out there so you can drop that line you got you do have a kid now man you got to use it <laughs> got to use it it's time for going for three our weekly roasts of michigan wolverines and wouldn't you know it man every week they give us something don't they man it, it, you know what i don't even think they're not doing it on purpose but it's just who they are you know it they is help it's their dna man to suck right and we just sit here <laughs> we just sit here roasting once a week so 
Thursday, news broke that Michigan quarterback Joe Milton was in the transfer portal. No, not Cam Newton. Right. You might remember <laughs> Milton. He started the season of much hype. One article literally said that he could be a combination of Cam Newton, Josh Allen, Ben Roethlisberger, Man. and Dante Culpepper. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. He Man, finished- he, th- he threw some names. Like, Let me hear that again. Who? <laughs> Cam-, Cam Newton. Okay. Josh Allen. <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger and Dante Culpepper. This Joe Milton was a combination of all four of those. He was that that bad of a dude. Mm. I know, right? (laughs) He he looked good. Remember when they opened the year beating Minnesota on the road? And everyone's like, ooh, maybe Michigan's a little good, right? Remember that? Yeah, until we found out Minnesota wasn't that good. Yeah, so we found out. (laughs) So Milton finished the season 56%, 56 56.7. I'll give him the 0.7 completion, which is, let's be real, that's trashy for a college football player. If if you're playing (laughs) big school college football, you need to be in the 60s. I mean, it's just, it's it's easier than the NFL. Uh, He had 1,000 yards passing, four touchdowns, four interceptions. Again, that's trashy for a big program player. Uh, and then pretty much lost his job against Rutgers. When remember Michigan came back and won that game in double overtime, and Cade McNamara came off the bench and saved them. Mm. So yeah, he lost his job. He's had a terrible year, and you know I can't believe someone that was Cam Newton, Josh Allen, Ben Roethlisberger, and Dante Culpepper would play so poorly. But he's a Michigan quarterback, so that explains some of it. You know, Get- this is this is why you shouldn't say nothing. Like you I be know, humble, man. Right, <laughs> right, right. Don't say anything ever. Just let your let your play carry it. And or this- you got to at least do something first. You know, like right. at least go out there and have a great season, and then be like, listen. Now I told you I was trying to. You know, I'm that deal. You know that now you can say something. But if you ain't did nothing, like you. Just be quiet till you, you know, getting a little bit of recognition. Let them, if you play well, like that, do the talking for you, though. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's it's all all kinds of messed up, but yeah, we're here to roast them, man. It's I ain't mad. I'm about to say, I mad. No one's mad here. Uh, he's this kills me too, man. He's the 17th Michigan football player to hit the transfer portal since August 2020. That's bad ball there. Man. That was so six months ago. Seventeen, bad, bad ball, man. It's something. It is truly something going on. I don't know what it is, and good God, I don't want to know. But it's something that's not right up there. Like you hate to see something like this happen to a real basketball school, too, don't you? <laughs> you hate it. You hate it. But Harbaugh, dude, he's supposed to be like this quarterback whisperer. This guy that knew how to deal with quarterbacks. He was going to make all these quarterbacks. Where did y'all get that from? Who said that? Well, it came from Alex Smith and and, and Colin Cowboy. Kaepernick in the NFL, and to his credit, he did a good job with those two, right? One, of, it, them, one of them was an Urban Meyer guy. So well, true. And in, in Stanford, he, he coached a, a, a young man named Andrew Luck, right? Hmm. So he did have, you know, and who knows, could have just been the right spot at the right time, but all but one of his starting quarterbacks at Michigan for Jim Harbaugh have either transferred out or transferred in. <laughs> he hasn't brought up any of his own quarterbacks. That's because he. That's because he in Connecticut. <laughs> he, he's owning the East Coast again. We're not mad. We're not mad. It's just like, come on, Michigan. Like, man, I, do you remember when people used to seriously say this is the sports' greatest rivalry? Man, those are the good days. It's in danger. It's in danger. People, <laughs> people used to say uh, Army Notre Dame was a great rivalry too. I mean, it doesn't last forever. You need both teams to be good for it to keep going, right? 
Absolutely. I mean, but you know, it, it is, it's just it's the way they are, man. Somebody, I, they, I, I remember Coach Meyer said he talked to a recruit or something like that back when I was in school, and he asked him, you know, like how was the team up north? Like how was that? He said, "Man, I like it. They be chilling." <laughs> <laughs> I bet Urban loved hearing that. Coach Meyer said, "I'm gonna tell you what, we don't chill here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we." we- we don't do that. Good for him, man. <laughs> uh, well, we had another uh, another fun show, man. And as long as Michigan keeps uh, doing dumb things and taking L's, we're going to have a lot to talk about on this going for three segment. But had fun. Absolutely. It's always a blast, man. <laughs> always. Got those stickers. Don't forget to email us if you want us to send you some stickers. NoCapPod at 11warriors.com. We'll send you those. Just send us your shipping address. Uh, a lot of cool things we've got in the mail. I don't, you know, I think, uh, I think it's, uh, I'm going to assume it's everyone that really likes the show. Um, I guess there could be someone just wanted stickers. He's like, oh man, let me type some nice things real quick. So I get these stickers. <laughs> hey, we'll take it any way we can get it. We'll take it any way we can get it. <laughs> but yeah, had a blast. Thank you so much for joining us for our special episode 25. And uh, we didn't even, we didn't even hype it up too much, man. We just had a, we just snuck a special 25 on people. We'll, <laughs> we'll catch you next week.